0: Over this last year and a half, the world's been through a lot, so on this season of the StoryCorps podcast, we'll hear stories reminding us that even when times are hard, we can still begin again. Listen to our new season wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey there, we wanted to give you a heads up that for this episode, due to legal issues, we can only play 30 seconds of each song this week.
2: We apologize for the sonic inconvenience.
1: Hey there, this is Felix. I'm taking some time off this week, and in my stead, I asked an old friend to sit in. Now, longtime listeners of the show will be pleased to hear this voice. I know I was. But I had to look high and low for her. Hola! And I found her hanging out on a rooftop in Brooklyn, listening to music with some of her friends.
0: Amiga, pasa.
1: I'll see you next week, but for now...
0: For NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I am Jasmine Garst, and... I'm hanging out on a rooftop in Brooklyn, in Crown Heights, with two of my favorite
2: people. I am Alana Casanova-Burgess. I'm a reporter, and producer, and host of La Brega, Stories of the Puerto Rican Experience, from WNYC Studios and Futuro Studios. And I am Veronica Valleti
1: flores and I am one of the co-hosts and co-creators of Rayo Manea, which is
0: a Latinx music podcast. And we're hanging out. I think I finally cooled down. It's been really bad, very hot. And we're having some wine and just talking about music, which we all love very much. We're at Veronica Valletti Flores's house. So it's a minimalist arrangement. <laughs> speaking. <laughs> um, speaking of minimalist, I barely left the house. All summer, <laughs> not really. Um, but I think we all can agree we
2: left the house less than
0: most summers, right? Yeah,
2: true. Although we have gone to see some shows, we have moved our bodies to the rhythm of the beat.
0: This is true. We did get to see some live music. I haven't yet seen live music, but este
1: fin de semana no para nadie.
0: I think the first song I wanted us to play was Rita Indiana because this weekend Rita Indiana is playing in New York, which we're all going to, right?
2: So exciting. So exciting. Also Lido Pimienta. Mm -hmm.
0: It's exciting for a lot of reasons. I mean, first of all, because there haven't been a lot of live shows and everyone here is vaccinated. So I feel like, okay, I'll probably try and keep my mask on anyway. I remember when Rita Indiana announced several years ago that she was retiring from music. And I I felt like genuinely sad, you know, I I just felt like like this is just one of the most talented musicians and artists and and I'm never going to get to see her live again.
1: To me, it felt like a loss. I was very, very sad. But I feel like in her wake, she left so much inspiration for this new generation of artists now that are coming up and doing amazing things with music caribeña. And it's it's so cool to see her back making music again.
2: And music that came out during the pandemic felt like a special gift. And so her coming out with an album, especially one that felt really fresh and like a bold return, was so like, so I want to curse, but it was so good. It was so bleep, good.
0: (laughs) And so the song I brought is Bajita Selva. Mm. It's about the smell of a lady that she is very attracted to. I'll leave it at that. I'm really excited to see her, really excited to see Lido. And we did catch a couple of live shows. I went actually with you, Alana, to um, see Balloon, a Puerto Rican band, but they live here in Brooklyn, right?
2: Yeah, a Puerto Rican band, they actually did original music for La Brega, so it felt like I had to go see them, plus I'm a huge fan, uh, which is like a dream come true to have them do the music for us, but Angelica Negron is such a talented composer, she's been doing so much original music, she also did the, the score for the Landfall documentary, which came out recently, and Balloon in person, this was also their first show in what, like a year and since pre-pandemic times, So it felt like a really glorious return and they like talked about it on stage. I mean, I don't know about you, my hips hurt the next day, which might just be an indication of how little work they're getting these days, but it was like a good dance concert. They're great live. They're amazing.
0: Well, I was actually thinking I've always liked Balloon a lot, but it's one of these bands that I've always liked and then I like seeing them live just took it from I like them to I love them like their live show is so good
1: it's so good Balloon is actually the last concert that I saw before everything shut down I went to a show with Balloon and Alexandruanter, and it's the last live music that I've seen and I feel very fortunate that at least that was the last show that I saw because it was beautiful
0: so let's listen to La Nueva Ciudad by Balloon We're talking about live music. The first concert that I went to during the pandemic was Sofia Rey. She's an Argentine musician and composer who has a new album out uh, called Umbral. And I hesitated a little to bring this song because Sofia is a very dear friend of mine, but also I've never played a song of hers on Alt Latino and this album legitimately is beautiful. The song, I have it stuck in my head, the song Escarabajo Digital, at least once a week. And seeing her live, first of all, it was the first live concert I went to after the pandemic hit. And it was just like this joyousness. I could also just tell that she has been like preparing this album like laboriously, talking about like artists who mix digital electronic and and folk like really seamlessly like that's her and this is such a beautiful album it's such a beautiful song this is Sofia Rey Escarabajo Digital <laughs> Veronica, you do Radio Menea. That's right, yeah. And Radio Menea is very, you describe it. Uh, it's a podcast about
1: music and my friendship with Miriam Soila Perez. And it's somewhere between just music journalism and who we are and like our experiences of Latinidad and how music fits into all of that.
0: And there's a lot of reggaeton on it. There is a
1: lot of reggaeton on it because we're both Caribbean. We love it. <laughs>
0: And so we were walking with Vedo and I was like, so what's going on in the world of reggaeton? (laughs) And you said, actually, what's going on is dembow.
1: Yeah, well, I think Dembo is really, really having a moment, and it's been having its moment. Dominican Dembo is not new, and I mean Dominican Dembo, like the genre. Dembo is also like the rhythm that's most prominently featured in reggaeton, but Dominican Dembo, I think, has been having a really big moment lately um, in the last few years. It's not particularly new, but it's a very fast-paced and very dance-oriented genre that comes from, you know, La Calle, La Calle de la República Dominicana. The last couple of summers have been like summers of like Dembo and specifically El Alfa has had some bangers that have been really songs of the summer for me.
0: For example?
1: Well, this summer I feel like has been the summer of La Mamá de la Mamá, which is
0: <laughs>
1: explicit.
0: Um. The fellatio of all fellatios.
1: The of all the fellatios. I'm not going to say it's the best song that has ever (laughs) been about oral sex. I think Kaya deserves that honor. But it's a budding classic in the genre, I would say.
2: (laughs) I also, the the thing I like about this song is just it's so fun to like try to keep up with it. Like, La Mama la la, la, Mama. I can't even do it.
1: Yeah, let's take a listen to La Mama de la Mama by El Alfa.
0: i'll just i spilled a lot of wine on myself i'll just go back home smelling like an alcoholic Uh, felix is gonna kill me felix is gonna kill me this is what happens when you leave me alone with a microphone felix i'm so sorry um well actually we went dancing alana and i went um to see suzuka poderosa and Uproot Andy. And we were dancing until like 4 a.m. That was really good.
2: And also he has new music. Uproot Andy. Uproot Andy. Mm -hmm. He spent the, the pandemic, or at least part of the pandemic in Kinshasa. I don't know, I'm not like introducing a song here. I'm just stating a data point.
0: Yeah, no, he like, when we locked down, he was like, I guess I'm gonna go to Kinshasa now, which I definitely at some point felt like being like, I'm going to the furthest away, Place yeah. in the map.
2: Right. But the music he's come back with is all like really interesting stuff.
0: Let's listen to some Uproot okay. Andy.
2: This is Baluka, and it is um, a track that he has put out with Pierre Quanders. <laughs>
0: What else did you bring, Vero? So
1: another track that I'm bringing is by, it just came out recently, but I've been obsessed with it just the last couple of days. It's a couple of artists and producers that I'm really, really into. So Diego Raposo is one of the producers on this, also produced by Sango and Vefro, who is a Venezuelan producer that I've been following for a minute. But I really love his work. And I think he, along with Medo who's on this song, are part of this movida in DR of people that I feel like are just taking risks and refuse to be boxed into any sort of genre and are just, you know, like you're doing Dembo one day. Cool. Like you're doing like really loungy production that feels like the bottom of a swimming pool. Like cool. Like you're doing, you know, hard metal with Dembo beats. Like cool. Like we're doing it all. And it also is just like so to me, it's like very carefree and very risky in a way that is feels very free. And I, I feel like I see, I'm seeing that a lot out of artists in DR. These are all either Dominican or Dominican-American artists. I just really, really love it. And this song is called Work That Ish. Let's take a listen.
0: you to work that shit, work that shit. Okay, so speaking of taking risks and mixing metal with reggaeton, I brought a song that surely I will get a lot of mean comments about, and that's okay. I I want to tell a little story before I introduce this song, which is that uh, many years ago, Felix and I, we went to Colombia to do a documentary on all types of music in Colombia. And there was this one guy who he really wanted to be on on the show and he performed for us. He was uh, like a rapper and an aspiring rapper. And, you know, Felix and I were like, you know, like, this was okay. I, maybe not for, for us. Like, keep working on your craft. Many years later, uh, Felix ran into Jay Balvin. And, <laughs> <laughs> and was like, hey, man, um, remember me? <laughs> um, anyway, Jay Balvin, he just came out with this mashup of himself uh, and Metallica. Yeah. I I gotta say, I'm actually not a big J Balvin fan myself, but this song, this mashup he did with Metallica, Wherever I May Roam, like, so I'm, I love metal, I'm a metal head, and I, I think this is like a really, an example of really good production, where you can mix metal and reggaeton, and it can sound amazing, and I know a lot of people from both worlds, from the reggaeton world and from the metal world are like, up in arms about this song. (laughs) Um, So here's me starting a fire. Here is uh, J Balvin with Metallica, Wherever I May Roam.
1: So I'm really excited about this song because it's an artist that I'm very excited to bring. And I remember just a little bit over a month ago where the pandemic felt like a little bit more hopeful than it does currently. Uh, I was in Puerto Rico. I was at a queer night in Rio Piedras at um, this beautiful place and they were playing this song and it had come out only a few days earlier but everybody was already singing the lyrics because it just like speaks to queer folks in a way that s- happens so little sometimes this is a song by non-binary caribbean pop star self-proclaimed their name is Ana macho and it's called cuerpa cuerpa is uh, A cute queer reggaeton about bodily autonomy. Ana Macho is just talking about, Este es mi cuerpa, hago lo que quiera, like it's none of your business what I do with my body. I love this song because, first of all, there's been a really beautiful feminist movement on La Isla that has been like blossoming and really pushing boundaries and moving stuff along on La Isla. And I also love seeing like perreo as a political tool which isn't necessarily new right like ever since its inception perreo and reggaeton has been like a disruption of the status quo like
0: sorry for the gringos perreo is like the grind style of dance yeah it's grinding it's
1: explicit it's sexual and also not right also it can be like fun and joyous and about the moment and the night I think it's a culmination of all of that. It's like a cultural expression of all of these different forces that have been uh, happening with protests and music and feminism on La Isla. And I think it's really beautiful.
0: I also like I have a fascination with some words in the Spanish language that don't have a feminine or don't have a masculine. So like the first word that I got really obsessed with is Um, Monstruo, right? Because according to La Real Academia de la Lengua Española, you know, like officially the word monster has no feminine. Officially, it's Monstruo. And I thought the appropriation of the word Monstra, like a she monster, to denote a woman who is like a badass. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just so interesting, you know, like just so fascinating to take a word and, and and turn it into something something else that is unofficial. And so Monster is one of them. And and with this song that you're bringing, so cuerpo means body, right? right. And cuerpo is an exclusively a masculine word. El cuerpo. Mm-hmm. Like in in the Spanish, official Spanish language, it's there's no feminine to to the word body. And so when they added the a, cuerpa, they're like switching it up. And I just I can really nerd out on that stuff. I think it's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's very purposeful. And it's like, again, a protest. And it's like, we're switching it up. We're making you uncomfortable. like, And if you don't like it, we don't really care.
0: And how, cra- how crazy that like the word body is only a masculine word. Isn't that so nuts?
2: It's so nuts. And I'm so glad you brought this song because it also like came up in my you know, on my horizon, and I thought, like, immediately that word cuerpa, you're right, like, it, it caught my eye, and it's starting to be used a lot, mm-hmm. you know, in speech, and, and then I saw, like, oh, my God, there's a, there's a song, "güerpa," and I love it, and it's also just such a great, yeah, just a joyous song, and you're right, like, perreo is, you know, so often slammed as being overtly sexual, but you can perreo in all kinds of contexts, like, yeah. it's just... The thing that also that we all want to do is just like touch and be touched by someone else even if it's not actually gonna do anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the song is so joyous and the video too is like, oh, it's stunning. It's beautiful and to see all these like queer and trans and non-binary and gender non-conforming people in their bodies, how they are just being so happy to be who they are and it's you can feel you can feel it and there's yeah there's something really joyous and vibey about the song <laughs>
0: I was in Puerto Rico this summer Um, once, you know, I got vaccinated and I was really ready to take a break after 2020 and being a reporter in 2020. And I I went there with a really dear friend and we, I don't know, we drove um, to the western part of the island to Rincon and I was playing on a loop, one of my favorite artists. Definitely not from 2021, but Ismael Rivera. Timeless. Timeless, totally timeless. timeless. And I was just playing him over and over. And I got this close to achieving my lifelong dream of uh, going to El Observatorio de Arecibo. It's
2: uh, the Arecibo Observatory. It's like a large satellite dish in Arecibo, which is in the north of the island uh, that was used to communicate uh, to send messages and also receive radio waves from space.
0: I have been obsessed with the Arrecio, uh Observatory for... Uh, look, I may or may not have been in the planetary society as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot confirm or deny. It was built in 1963, and it was the world's largest uh, single aperture telescope for 53 years. And... I was just dying to see it. It, it has closed since. I, I just passed right by it. And I guess that's probably as close as I'm ever going to see it. Um, and I was playing Imail Rivera on a loop and I was playing one of my favorite songs by him, which is "Satelite," which I love that song. It's, "Satelite" is, like it's a, it, it came out a, around the same years as as Bowie's whole you know ground control to Major Tom, and it expresses like the same feelings of like alienation. It's about you know someone who you know is is in in space, lost in space, and and is calling you know to ground control, and it's like no respond. They don't respond. They don't respond. And I was also listening a lot to La Brega, to Alana's. Uh, podcast.
2: It's an anthology of stories about Puerto Rico and what it means ultimately to be Puerto Rican. You know, a lot of stories, I love that this is becoming a bunch of songs about Puerto Rico, um, (laughs) about or in Puerto Rico. But yeah, that sense of alienation and longing. And and it's so interesting that you bring up the observatory because it's not just that it's closed. It has basically fallen apart, you know, out out of neglect. And I find that space so interesting because it is something that the federal government, that the US federal government built in Puerto Rico, and yet it is such a site of cultural pride and like patrimony. So it's at once in my head, like sometimes sort of a colonial artifact, but also something to be really proud of, you know, like this amazing piece of technology is right there, like right there and did important things. and humanity's message to the heavens like comes from Puerto Rico essentially (laughs) it's like it's so beautiful Um, but yeah but we you know la brega means the struggle Um, it means like a kind of struggle a very particular Puerto Rican struggle but I think a lot of Latin Americans can relate to it the sense that you can't like solve a problem but you can find a way around it some kind of creative fix some kind of hustle and so much of that experience is about La Brega It's about like bregando. Um, and yeah, when when I think of the Areci- Arecibo Observatory, I think of that sort of nostalgia and like slight sadness, but also pride. You know, it's like a very interesting place. I think it's got it's got a lot going on.
0: yeah, and I think I mean, i I don't know that Ismael Rivera wrote this at all about the <laughs> about the telescope, <laughs> but I think what you're saying, like, this song and so much of his music has that sense of like nostalgia and melancholy and celebration. So anyway, here's Ismael Rivera and Satellite.
2: I have another Puerto Rican song, Bebo Dumont last year in the pandemic put out a song called Llevame, uh, which, you know, it, it's, uh, it's very pandemic-y actually, because he's singing about being stuck in his house for too long and he wants to go to the beach, so Llevame, take me to the beach. And in the lyrics, there's even a moment where he says, you know, he like he met a new girl, um, and all he wants to do is like hold her and kiss her. And... How? <laughs> How did he meet a new girl? <laughs> well, wait for it. Wait for it. So he says he, all he wants to do is, like, be with her physically. But all they've been able to do is, like, look at each other over the computer, <laughs> which is which devastating. Is devastating. Um, but then also there's a, you know, there's a moment where he says, like, and if the Wi-Fi goes out, like, what am I going to do? You know, <laughs> I'm going to have to borrow the neighbor's cell phone. <laughs> um, and, it, you know, there's something really uh, Really clever about the lyrics, but also just the whole vibe of the song. This is the moment where you're driving back home from the beach, like it's golden hour, and you just feel like you've had the best day. Maybe you've seen some dolphins. So, this is Llevame.
0: ¿Qué más
2: so I also have been listening on repeat to this song by Reina Tropical. It's like a Mexican duo, but they live in they live in the States now. I recently found the music, and all their songs are great. I've I've heard, I did a little research and I read that they do a lot of improvisation when they're writing their music, so all the songs are improvised, which is extraordinary. Um, But this particular song, Dolor, just gets me dancing, it gets me, like, bopping in the car. I feel like I'm constantly in the car either going to or from the beach, but uh, it's just great and every time it ends I, you know, go back to the beginning of the track and listen again. It's just a great dance tune.
0: to thank you so much both of you for doing this it's just been so lovely to to just hang out with you thank you for doing this
2: did your pants dry
0: no (laughs) no my pants are thoroughly soaked in pinot grigio thank you (laughs) thanks for reminding the audience of that (laughs) thank you so much for doing this thank you so much for having me
1: thank you so much for having me jess i always enjoy
0: these things Thank you for having us on your rooftop. Anytime.